Shalom, shalom, family. Cut me up in the headphones. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Bread. Brought to you by our ministry, Living for Yahuwah. And uh, today, we're reading another chapter. I know that's what you're here for. Today, we're reading Genesis, the better sheet, chapter 16. And uh, hope you guys been following along, reading with us up to this point. I hope you guys are... Uh, getting some understanding I hope you're privy to the story I hope everything is making sense I pray that um, the word of Yahuwah is able to enter your heart and your mind and take root and you bear fruit and uh, be drawn closer and nearer to our Heavenly Father and Elohim so that's our prayer and uh, speaking of prayer before we get into the word, let's just open up in prayer, corporate prayer, family prayer together so that Yahuwah can make us all one. Okay? So, without any further ado, this is what we're going to do. Baruchatah, Yahuwah, Alehinu, Hamalak Ulam, our Father who is in the heavens. Permit your name to be set apart. Permit your reign to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us for our sins and our trespasses and our iniquity against your Torah and your commands. As we forgive our dead earth, um, allow us not to be led to trial but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours, Yahuwah, is the reign of the kingdom, the power and the might, magnificence and the esteem forever until the ages. So, Yahuwah will come before you just asking for um, more favor, Yahuwah. We come before you with our hearts and minds full of gratitude and thankfulness. Uh, appreciating every we just appreciate everything you've done for us and we ask that you continue to encourage us strengthen us lead us guide us and uh, also strengthen our family our brothers and sisters those far and those near and continue them to encourage them in your word as we continue to as we all continue to endure until the end so these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign Yahusha Hello, Yahuwah. Hello, Yahuwah. Tudor, Yahuwah. Tudor, Yahuwah. Your body caught Yahuwah. Your body caught Yahuwah. Aman. Aman, Aman, Aman. So, yeah, family. Last time we read chapter 15. The day we read chapter 16. And just keep note, keep in mind, you know, there's no scriptures in the Hebrew, there's no chapters in the Hebrew text. You know, chapters in Hebrew text. So this all came about as a result of you know canonization, print and press, uh, our scrolls being translated and um, just put into other languages, and just again the whole canonization of the Hebrew scriptures. And uh, obviously, this today we're very familiar with chapters and verses, but the Book of Genesis by the sheet, as is called in the Hebrew, and that's the first word of the scroll by the sheet. Uh, it's a scroll by itself. So today we break it down in bite-sized pieces. 
called chapters that we're able to digest and uh, study, analyze, you know, piece at a time. So, preferably, hopefully, you guys following with us, following along with the word of Yahuwah. Today, we in quote-unquote chapter 16, continuing. So, verse 1. Now, Shadi, or Sarah, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. Side note, some texts read extra biblical texts, pseudographic texts read that they got this servant when they was in Egypt a couple chapters ago, if you will, when Pharaoh left, he uh, sent them away and he blessed them. He gave them, he gave Abraham many things, servants and animals. And uh, they sent Hagar, they got Hagar from that situation when they came out of Egypt and Pharaoh blessed you, Abraham. Abraham. Anyway, verse 2. Sarah told, said to Abraham, Behold now, Yahuwah has prevented me, Yahuwah has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. Say, go into my servant. I know what it means when it say go into. It may be that I will obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarah. Sarai. Shadi. So after Abram had lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Shadi, Abram's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. So she got upgraded. Hmm? Servant to wife. Interesting. Verse 4. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. Okay. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. Mm-hmm. It's a footnote in the ESV. I just want to mention. It says in the Hebrew, her mistress was dishonorable in her eyes. So when it's, cause some people might say, what does that mean? She looked on contempt. She looked at her mistress with contempt. So it's saying that it's basically an idiom or a figure of speech to say that obviously once she had the child, then now her the person who was her boss or her mistress was dishonorable in her eyes. Again, having children was heavily esteemed in this culture. Yeah, she thought she was better than her. She having that man baby. So she thought she was better than her. Mm-hmm. We see the attitude all the time. You do. Again, that's the same scenario that played out in Shemuel I just mentioned. About uh, a woman that wasn't able to conceive and that man had two wives. One did one one had children, one didn't. And that was the the dialogue between the two women. So at the point of understanding just that uh, it's very honorable to bring children into the world, and that is the goal of men, both women and men, to play the world, play their perspective roles in that great task that Yahuwah has given us. Verse five, and Shadi, or Sarah, Sarai, said to Abram, "May the wrong done to me be on you." That sound about right. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. 
May Yahuwah judge between you and me. That's interesting because the whole situation came about because of her. Heard it all. Yes, Jerry. The dialogue is it's just interesting to read the dialogue. And that's why we read it. Because what does it show us? Show us that these exchanges or interactions, the dialogues, some of us may have it's nothing new it's nothing new and in this situation what was abraham to do because she set it up so she didn't think it through she didn't think you know i guess she thought that hagar was just going to remain with that subservient attitude even being pregnant and stuff but that's not the case and we know that's not the case once once that seed get up in there and they start growing, oh, you get bold. You get bold. And so, you know, now that's my man. You ain't, you old. You old, that's my man. And so, now, Sarah looking like, for real, Abraham? Like, you, you, gonna, you, gonna let, you gonna let this hoe talk to me like that? She looking at me like that? You gonna let it be like that? Okay. Let you who, let you who um, judge between me and you. Abraham looking like, man. I'm just doing what you told me to do. Mm -hmm. I ain't asked for that. Mm -hmm. I was willing to wait on Elohim like he told us to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Verse 6. But Abraham said to Sarai, Shadi, Behold, your servant is in your hand, your power. Do to her as you please. Then Shadi dealt harshly with her. And she fled from her for seven. But that's that's interesting too because it's like, I mean, think about it in today's terms. Like, you know, this hole in my house, as like she finna tell me she not finna do something. You know, I think I saw a movie with uh about the twelve. What was it? Um, Jacob and and, uh, and the four women, and so when one was pregnant. She was sitting down on the grass and they was like, get up and help us. And she like, I'm pregnant. I can't do nothing. So you can just imagine like, oh, I can't do my regular jobs. I'm pregnant with your man, baby. And so, you know, just rubbing it all in their face. You can't have no kids and look at me. I ain't finna do nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? You better get out of my face. I'm pregnant. So, so oh, I got something for you now. Abraham didn't give me permission. I'm finna beat y'all. Now what? So she dealt harshly with her and chased her right on up out of there. Now what? Talk all that trash now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Course of events. Verse 7. But the Malak Yahuwah found her by a spring of water in the wilderness and sprung and he found her by a spring of water in the wilderness. The spring on the way to shore. So she was going to another place. Hagar was fled from her mistress. Just to uh, recap, Hagar fled from her mistress with the child, and she was on the way to shore in the wilderness to another place. But the angel of Yahuwah, the Malak Yahuwah, uh, the word Yahuwah, Yahuwah's messenger came to her. Verse 8. And he said, Hagar, 
servant of Shadi. Where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Shadi, Sarah. Interesting how you always say, where you come from, where you going? It reminds me of, uh, like he told Adam in the garden, like, hey, where you at? <laughs> like, he, he know where it was at. But, he, you know, how he come and ask them, hey, what's going on? What's wrong with you? And uh, the dialogue always very, very interesting to note. Verse 9. Malak Yahuwah said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. And be humble. Mine say, Humble yourself. So they know, you know, Malakim's around. They see, hey, you better go in there and do what you're supposed to do. Be quiet. Stop thinking you above somebody. Go back. Do what you're supposed to do. Shut your mouth. Watch your attitude. That's still your mistress. She not you not above her. For sure. Yes. Definitely think that's the message we all call to be humble, submit, one way or another. Verse 10. The Malak Yahuwah also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring. So that they cannot be numbered for multitude. So already, it's interesting. Like we see that the promise to Abraham starting to play out. The next, you know, uh, the next, in the very next chapter, it's um, almost um, using the same phrases. Even though we're gonna get to it, you was gonna say it's not even what I was talking about when I'm talking about the stars of heaven. So Abraham is father of many nations which is why we see his name will be changed soon so a lot to lot to understand in these early uh chapters right so as a servant she didn't really get a choice you do what you told so your mistress said you gonna come over here and be leave with my husband so i can have a child you don't get to say no so you got to do what you got to do and so she did it and because it's abraham and there's certain favor that's on Abraham, she get a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because she was obedient to her mistress and conceiving this child, so she get a blessing. But at the same time, she had to be, she had to be rebuked because of how she was uh, acting towards her, her mistress, Sarah. So go back, be humble, man. But in the meantime, since you, you know, you got this kid by a man of Elohim, we gonna bless this kid. Uh-huh. Verse 11. And the Malak Yahuwah said to her, Behold, you are pregnant, and you and will bear a son. You will call his name Yashma'ah, because Yahuwah has listened to your affliction. So, uh, again, another part of the Hebrew scriptures that's very interesting, the names and places we know of, the Shema, and... Uh, Shema is a Hebrew word which means to hear or to listen. So Shema all means Elohim has listened, has heard. So very interesting names. Uh, I love the uh, culture of the Hebrew. Abadi names are just full of character, full of um, meaning. So that's beautiful. Verse 12. He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him. And he will dwell over against all his kinsmen. Interesting. I think about Ishmaelites, what we know about them, 
and another place in the scriptures to tell you they was riding on camels and they had um, crescents, you know, certain uh, ornaments on their camels. And uh, people that known by camels, ride camels, but Yahuwah said he's going to be a wild donkey of a man and he's going to dwell amongst his brothers, up against his brothers. So very interesting, like, I don't know, I think if you look deeper, you can find some similarities with maybe the the nation of people this this represents today. Uh, yeah, that's, that's for another day, but interesting description though, nonetheless. Verse 13. So she called his name so she called the name of Yahuwah, who spoke to her. You are a awe of seeing. Seeing. You are or it's saying some other version like KJV or something. You are Elohim who sees me. She was surprised that he saw her. For she said, Truly, where I have seen him, truly, here I have seen him who looks after me. So again, these exchanges with Elohim always interesting. The dialogue. Uh, Hagar was surprised that Elohim had seen her, heard her affliction, and uh, you know, obviously understood everything that was going on and gave the perfect remedy. Verse 14, and that is to get, bear their children for sure and keep the family structure intact. Verse 14, therefore the well was called Bir Lahai Roi or Ba'ar Lahai which means the well of the living one who sees me. Bir Lahai Roi the well of the living one who sees me. Very interesting. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. Verse 15. And Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Yashma'al. Yashma'al. Or in the ESV and KJV, it reads Ishmael. Verse 16. Abram was 86 years. There we go. He was 86 years old when Hagar bore Yashma'al to Abram. Hallelujah. That's that. And um, I don't know what you guys think, family. Tell me what y'all think about the whole exchange. It's, a, it's, it's why we love reading the scripture. It's a great dialogue. It's um, okay. Hold up. You all got something to say. He said, it is what it is. He said, I said what I said, huh? Y'all hear that thundering outside. We're going to let you hood talk. But um, thanks for reading with us. Thanks for walking with us. Thanks for taking the time out to um, impress the word of Yahuwah upon your heart. And uh, we pray that it just give you something to think about and dwell upon. And um, uh, just hope that the, the esteem of Yahuwah is manifest in all of your lives in some way shape or form so these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and sovereign Yahusha. shalom to the next episode guys to the next chapter shalom shalom